and welcome back. That's right. This is listener-supported radio. And because of that, that's why we took a little break. But now that you've returned, the winner for Best Television Series Drama was Succession. And when they gave their thank you speech, they thanked, again, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association and all people who gave great support, including a man by the last name Skinner. And who could it have been that won Best Television Series Musical or Comedy category? Well, it was Fleabag. Now, you're probably wondering, some of these do not look like they were actually on regular television. It is true, many of these shows have changed over the years, cannot be found on regular television. No, we're not looking at ABC, CBS, or... NBC, as much as used to be seen for what would have been considered the category of television. Because of modernity, we now look at what Netflix offers, what Hulu offers, what Amazon offers, and yes, what Apple TV offers. And this particular category is actually a perfect amalgamation of modernity. Moving forward. The winner Fleabag. The speech was given by executive producer Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She accepted on behalf of the cast and noted that they all became best friends, interestingly enough. Despite the fact that the show itself is about a lonely woman. Best television in a limited series or motion picture made for television. The winner of this category was Chernobyl. And in the acceptance speech, there was talk of the way that this particular television series spoke of the sacrifices of those that were shielded from the knowledge of the true impacts of the effects of the nuclear spill. In Michelle Williams' acceptance speech for her performance in Fosse Verdon, under the category of Best Performance by an Actress in a Limited Series or Motion Picture Made for Television, she talked about the importance to her in having a right to choose. And I quote, she said, Women... Please do so 
in your self-interest, meaning vote. It's what men have been doing so for years. She talked about the importance of a woman's right to choose and the value she placed on that for herself. and the importance of the voting. And the crowd applauded. Not that they hadn't applauded for the others, however, what stood out for this speech was the following. Ricky Gervais, in his opening statement, had said he didn't want to hear anybody's political statements, comments, and he noted the following, that perhaps most people that were going to be standing on that stage had less of an education and he made a crass comment about that without truly recognizing the art of acting. That in the art of acting, it is a skill to portray other people. And that it isn't that you become the other person, of course there are method actors, but you have as an actor, actress, actor, you have the ability to tell the story of that particular individual, whether it's based on a true story or whether it's a character that has been developed. Therein lies the power of the writer. But therein also lies the potential and the capacity of interpretation of the actor. So, what point was he trying to make other than moving away from lauding the evening which was meant as an awards ceremony, and rather shaming people into trying to make them feel as if though their worth was not worth. Nonetheless, The first award winner of the night was Russell Crowe, and though he was not there to accept his best performance by an actor in a limited series or a motion picture made for television for the loudest voice, he had sent in his acceptance speech, and the reason he wasn't there is he was still in Australia protecting his family against the bushfires. And so his poignant speech spoke to the importance of recognizing the effects of climate change and what is currently occurring 
in Australia. And poignant because it is to the point, it is unfortunate what is happening in Australia, and he had the peace of mind and wherewithal to send that in advance. despite what he may be going through along with his family at this particular moment. And so throughout the night, sprinkled in other people's acceptance speech, were pieces of recognition that his plight was something recognized by everyone and understood by all. Olivia Coleman won for Best Performance by an Actress in a Television Series, and she said that now she feels that she has won someone else's award because she has said in the past that she has felt she was living someone else's life. Nonetheless, though, she said thank you for everyone having had her there tonight. Brian Cox also won for his acting in Succession under the category of Best Performance by an Actor in a Television Series Drama. At the beginning, he apologized to all the other nominees because he felt that by winning this, it really wasn't fair. He felt that because he had been in the industry for over 60 years, he had already been in there much too long. But he did certainly thank Jesse Armstrong, who he felt was someone who inspired everyone around him to do the best they could possibly do. And then he went on to thank his family and his wife. Phoebe Waller-Bridge had also won in a different category earlier that evening. She won for Best Performance by an Actress in a Television Series, Musical, or Comedy for, uh, yes, you guessed it, for Fleabag. So not only did she was she the executive producer of this show, but she also was acting in it as well. Which is why there was serious commentary made, actually, one could say was a valid point, that uh, there was much surprise and controversy to be had, that there were no female directors in the category of best director. Now, she may not be the director of this, but the point was made earlier in the night is that there are many qualified women, but there were not that made the nominations. She thanked Andrew Scott, Tony Miller, the BBC, Amazon, and her agents. Rami Youssef was the first 
Oh, actually, I was incorrect previously. Rami Yusuf was the first winner of the night. That means Russell Crowe may have been the second. He laughed off the probability that perhaps no, most people had not seen his show, but he thanked the Hollywood Foreign Press Association for the award and encouraged people to watch the show. The category under which he won was Best Performance by an Actor in a Television Series, Musical, or Comedy. Patricia Arcad, who won for the act, won for Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role in a Series, Limited Series, or Motion Picture Made for Television. She thanked the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, the UCP, her agent, her manager, and her kids. And she said, We will not look back at this night. We will not look back at it. We will, though, look back at a cut. Let me begin again. Because I did actually quote this part. She said, We will not look back at this night. We will look back at a country on the brink of war with a president who tweets about bombing cultural sites, end quote. She talked about the importance of recognizing the importance of what is happening in Australia as it relates to the environment. And then she talked about the importance of voting Stellan Skarsgård, who had won for the first time ever, talked about how people in the past had told him he just simply was not memorable in his acting. Won for Best Performance by an Actor in Supporting Role in a Series Limited Series or Motion Picture Made for Television. In this particular instance, he won for his role in Chernobyl. And he pointed out that this time what made him more memorable may have been a pair of eyebrows that someone helped make sure he had on. And so the humor that he highlighted in his thank you speech carried on into the last two awards, which I'm going to point out. Um, for, well, one in particular, she is, yes, has always been very humorous. So I'll begin with her. She won the Carol Burnett Award for Excellence. Ellen DeGeneres, many people know it for her for her humor because, well, she makes many people laugh. And the Carol Burnett Award for Excellence is, of course, it has Carol Burnett's namesake. But it's certainly, as Ellen put it, Carol has been an inspiration to many people and to Ellen herself as well for how she herself was a person who set new standards in Hollywood, creating 
establishing ways that people could follow her path. And what was interesting with the way that Ellen was honored tonight is Kate McKinnon had a wonderful introduction, very endearing. And then that was followed by a reel of highlights of Ellen's career. And then Ellen went on to be her humorous self, jesting about her personal life and really turning it, uh, instead of really speaking directly, she um, really turned, turned the table a little bit. And it's true, anybody who actually watches her show or knows anything about her, her, her biography or anything, would have understood the humor behind it. So it was hilarious, um, but it would have had to have known some of the humor behind it to understand the humor deeper. So it was really funny, very much in Ellen's sense. And the next person that won one of the Lifetime Achievement Awards uh, was the Cecil B. DeMille Award, and that was Tom Hanks. He won, and also it was there was a, a moving tribute to him by Charlize Theron, where she talked about one of her early career auditions and what it was like to have the audition itself stopped for a moment and begun again. A real moment of what it was like for her to begin her career. So that was very moving. And then in the acceptance speech, Tom decided to go through what an actor director uh, goes through in finalizing a film. And his detail of explanation was such that he even mimicked Cecil B. DeMille for a moment, finding himself perhaps in a method actor role without wanting to, but somehow being within that. And such that he quoted him in the end and then ended his thank you speech by saying, I have checked the gate, the gate is good. And that ended the night of many awards. What one should wonder is why didn't the Irishman win any when it was such a well-written well-directed, well-acted film. Now, there were others also that didn't win, that could have won, but that is one that stands out. Now, the two popes didn't win also, so there were several films that got shut out this night. With such a star-studded group of actors, 
It was such an intense storyline. It begs the question. Is Hollywood going in an entirely different direction? With its awards process. And will it in the next few years, say three, five years, morph into Synthesizing its cinematic award categories because one can argue the Golden Globes sets the pace for the rest of the year as go the Golden Globes, then begin to go the Oscars, but with so much now on different platforms, such as I mentioned, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, now got the Disney Plus, and then there's, of course, the Apple TV. There are so so many different platforms. If one is not watching the other and then watching the other, some categories are completely disconnected from others. This is not the same movie-watching world that used to exist in decades past. How will Hollywood reconnect its platforms? That is one of the most fundamental questions. It cannot exist solely in one platform. It will need to utilize multiple methodologies. Just as it use, just as it utilizes multiple methodologies for film creation, it will need to utilize multiple film methodologies for its award process. And that is inevitable and should be understood because one cannot be disconnected from the other. And the truth of the matter is 
the conversation cannot be ignored that some actors are union and some actors are not. Some workers are union and some workers are not. So you can't pretend as if though some are never going to be eligible for awards and some are always going to be eligible for awards. Because the truth of the matter is the fruits of the labor, and in this instance I mean labor as in work, the fruits of the labor are equidistant from the effort. And that is regardless of whether there is a contract or not. And that is a fundamental challenge because in the past, it was solely if there was a a union contract or if there wasn't. But is it that now Some will exist in one realm and others will exist in another based on who has what contract with what union and who has which contract with what other union or who does not have a contract. That conversation has to be had because if one person only watches one platform of movies, does that mean that they will never get to see an entire theme of well-crafted, well-written, well-acted movies? Something to ponder. I mean, my goodness. Singers hologram themselves into concerts. How does it become so difficult to find someone to host an award ceremony? It can't possibly be that difficult. Even I could have hosted the darn thing next to Ricky Gervais and done a better job. Even I could have helped write his jokes better. Even I could, and I'm just someone who has seen maybe about six of the movies that were nominated. And I'm just a regular person. Imagine if I had all the platforms to be able to see all the movies. So there's something that must be understood as to what is the Hollywood Foreign Press Association looking for to better understand as a vision, as a focus, and how do they interconnect with the Academy with schools that teach drama with programs 
it's an important question to ponder. Because these are standards that may not only be global, but they are certainly thought of by many people across all beliefs. At any rate, that would be enough to ponder today on the Dewpoint Report. And this is Margarita on listener-supported radio. Thanks for listening. a time in Hollywood there was an award ceremony and it was called the Golden Globes and actually Brad Pitt won one of them for Once Upon a Time being in a movie called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood isn't that interesting it may sound a little circular but it isn't that's exactly what I was referring to earlier that I would get back to after the break. And now that we have returned, now you know the answer. I know it's simple, but it's actually more complicated than it is simple. Which is what he meant to say when he was trying to say that he would have taken his mother this evening as his date. But every time he has somebody with him, people ask him if he's dating them. And though that doesn't seem like it would be so difficult to answer, perhaps he has received that question so many times, he's tired of answering it. And so the simplicity of the complexity of that answer is no longer simple. It's more complex than simple, which is exactly why he pointed it out, because probably somebody asked him why he was there, perhaps not with someone. At any rate, the point I'm making is in his thank you speech for winning best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. He thanked his fellow nominees. His mentors were, as he mentioned, people that he admired, and they were the people in the particular category. So he was surprised at the situation he found himself in because here were these individuals he had long seen it as mentors in the past and now he was among them receiving an award and life does that sometimes it's a simple complexity really 
But then he also said hello to his parents on television, which makes me wonder if he had never done that before or if he somehow felt that it is so important, which many do, to take that particular moment and just enjoy the glee of happiness that is upon that particular moment, truly, to rejoice with one's family for the success that is bestowed upon one for all of the work that is done. And so he said that his parents were not there today. They were at home in the Ozarks. And he said hello just as other people had been saying hello to their relatives throughout the night. And other winners included, again, Sam Mendez for winning Best Director for 1917. As I mentioned, he, he won for Best Motion Picture Drama. So he also, having won Best Director, had many thank yous to give. He thanked his wife, he dedicated the award to his grandfather, and he mentioned that he genuinely hoped what he portrayed in the film would never happen again. Of course, because he was referring to the atrocities that ensued thereafter. Quentin Tarantino, what I mentioned, he also won several times tonight, won for best screenplay for a motion picture. In his reference to the screenplay, he talked about how many of the actors helped improve his screenplay. And although the screenplay was written by himself, he actually, in this particular movie, other people helped improve the entirety of the product as the film got better. And they were key people that he pointed out. He pointed out the goodness of Margot Robbie and the energy of the actors in the film. That somehow Margot balanced that with her goodness. Now, he also talked about the fact that he's almost about to become a father. And with his firstborn soon to be entering the world and his wife in Tel Aviv at the moment, he gave a, a special hello. With Best Motion Picture Animated, Missing Link was the winner. As they stood on the stage, they expressed how flabbergasted they were at the moment of joy 
that had become them. And they thanked all the technicians and everyone involved in, in making the film. For best foreign language film, Boon Joon-ho of South Korea won for Parasite. And through a translator, he said, of course, one of the marvels of getting, uh, of understanding a film such as his is getting through so many layers of the subtitles. But once you, once you do, he said, just being nominated with so many amazing filmmakers was an honor. For best original score, Hildur Gudnadutur for the movie Joker. And I do apologize if I got her name incorrect. But certainly she mentioned how truly speechless she was. However, Her subsequent eloquence in thanking the people she could think of to think truly reflected her ability to find the necessary sincerity in the appropriate moment for the essential amount of time necessary. Another winner of the night was Best Original Song for a Motion Picture, and that was won by Elton John for I'm Gonna Love Me Again. Written what one might think was simply for the film, Rocket Man, you would have to have watched today to understand this was not a song simply written for the movie. No, Elton said that this was about a 52-year-old marriage. He thanked everyone who helped him with the song, the people who helped him interpret it, meaning sing it, and who helped him with the film. He expressed how happy he was. He had never won anything with his husband before, so this was a joy to him and for them both. And now, I'm sure you're wondering right about now, who exactly did win for best television series in a drama? Oh, there were so many. Nominees. Big Little Lies, The Crown, The Morning Show, and Succession. Well, I'll let you know who it was after this break.
You're probably wondering, who were the winners at the 2020 Golden Globe Awards? Well, I'll definitely let you know. But first, let me tell you about the host for this year. He seemed to have been a bit of a reluctant host, and pretty much clarified that at the beginning. He said this was his last year hosting the Golden Globes, and made no qualms about that. He left no stone unturned when it was regarding his disregard for the night, and. Pretty much, that's how he ended it as well. Who am I talking about? Ricky Gervais. One could wonder why he was so unhappy. Was it all part of an act, or was it all just pretty realistic? No one really knows. But what was clear is he. Quite directly said, it was his last year, and even as part of the introductions and presentations, a member of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association even said in his commentary that if Ricky really didn't want to do this anymore, he should put it in writing. But the night itself was filled with many awards, some firsts, and some award winners that had been up on the stage before. But let's begin with who won the grand award of the night. Grand award being best motion picture drama. Usually left for the end of the night because ah, it's the great. Motion Picture Award. Mr. Mendes won for the film Nineteen Seventeen, which depicts the beginning of World War One. And one of the things that he mentioned in his thank you speech was that. Though the film itself has not yet been released in major theaters, he thought, "What a gift this is to all of the actors in the film, who, though they may not have big names in Hollywood, they certainly have put a great deal of work and effort into helping." Make this film a great success, and very telling of how many films. In Hollywood, do exist that often don't make it to some of the awards night nominations, but there was a great deal of gratitude throughout the night, which could be felt and understood. For motion picture, that was drama. Nineteen seventeen, best motion picture musical or comedy. 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, this was one of many awards that were won by Quentin Tarantino tonight. By the time this award was announced, Quentin Tarantino and his team had been up to the stage several times. And upon accepting this award, he passed the baton, being at the microphone, to one of his team members who, on behalf of everyone, also expressed appreciation for everyone who was part of making the film a great success. Best Performance by an Actress, Renee Zellweger, for her portrayal in the movie Judy. Judy is a film about Judy Garland, and one of the most poignant moments expressed by Renee was that she mentioned how important it is to honor the people who are portrayed in films for all of the works that they do throughout their lifetime. And what an honor it had been for her to have been part of this particular film. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama went to Joaquin Phoenix for the film Joker. In his words, he said, contrary to popular belief, I do not want to rock the boat, but the boat is rocked. Well, he may have said a different word than that, but that's what I'm quoting him as. He thanked everyone for putting up with him throughout the years. And Aquafina was the winner in her performance in The Farewell. Best performance by an actress in a musical or a comedy. Aquafina, though known as a comedian, has made her debut in film in the movie The Farewell. And it was notable that as she was going through her thank you speech, as many of the actors did, she thanked the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, her family, her mother, looking from above, the director of the film, and the woman who played her mother in the film, who took her under her wing and gave her much mentorship and guidance, as well as her agent and others who helped her in her performance. Taryn Egerton won for Best Performance by an Actor in a Musical or Comedy for his portrayal of Elton John 
in Rocket Man, and he also thanked many people, including everyone who felt he was best for this particular role, because he felt that it opened many doors for him and gave him many opportunities to show how talented he truly is, and also. Though he said that he should have written something down because he was not prepared at that particular moment, it was noticeable that he immediately began thanking some of the most immediate people that came to mind. Again, such as members of his family, his agent, and people he worked with. Elton John, Elton John's spouse, and everyone in the immediate workings of the film that helped put the movie Rocket Man together. Another winner of the night was for best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a motion picture, Laura Dern in The Marriage Story. She expressed the honor for being among such extraordinary talent. And then as she thanked the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, noted how in this particular role, she had given voice to the divorce lawyer, which perhaps is not a voice most often given to someone. But even divorce lawyers have a voice. And that in this particular film, she actually had her dream cast. She was blessed to have been part of telling the story of a child who was himself telling the story of what it was like to live through divisiveness. Brad Pitt received an award today for best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. Which motion picture, you might ask? Well, more about that in just a moment. And now, a word from a sponsor. 